of the day. Okay. First news of the day is written by Andrew Hayward. Final Fantasy NFTs. By the way, this is coming from Decrypt.co. Final Fantasy NFTs com coming to Polkadot and Square Enix Engine Alliance. One of the most successful video game series of all time is set to receive the NFT treatment in 2023 as Japanese publisher Square Enix has partnered with blockchain gaming firm Engine to release NFTs based on the Final Fantasy franchise. The NFTs won't be purely digital products, however, uh, they're tied to physical action figures and trading cards based on the Smash role-playing role game Final Fantasy VII to commemorate the original PlayStation game's 25th anniversary. Square Enix will, fir will first release packs of physical trading cards in spring 2023 that will sell for $4 per 6 card packs. Each comes with a code to redeem for a single NFT trading card minted by Engine on the Affinity platform which is built on the Polkadot blockchain. In November 2023, the publisher will release a limited edition action figure of the game's star, CloudStrive. Both the standard figure and digital plus edition will come with a code to redeem an NFT certificate of authenticity, but only the latter comes with an additional NFT, a digital replica of the physical toy. The standard figure will sell for $130 worth the digital plus edition at $160. The Affinity blockchain runs on Polkadot as a parachain or a dedicated subnet of sorts that's part of the overall Polkadot ecosystem. Polkadot uses a proof-of-stake consensus model that does not require energy-intensive mining, unlike leading NFT platform Ethereum. First of all, I love Final Fantasy VII, one of the best games out there. And I, I won't ever forget being a kid playing on the original PlayStation when I played this game. It was amazing. So to see this come out, like, I want this. I really, really, really want this. So I guess um, for Christmas or for my birthday, uh, if you if you feel generous, uh, I would appreciate one of these. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Cryptonauts, let's head over to the second news of the day. This one's uh, heading over to CryptoPotato.com, written by Martin Young. Loomis Gillibrand crypto bill likely to remain on back burner this year. The pro-crypto regulatory framework proposed by U.S. Senator Cynthia Loomis and Kristen Gillibrand is unlikely to see the light of day this year. Wyoming Senator Cynthia Loomis said on July 19th that the U.S. Senate is unlikely to vote on the bill this year. Quote, it's a big topic, it's comprehensive, and it's still new to many U.S. Senators, she told Bloomberg in an interview. End quote. The wide-range scope of the legislation may make it difficult for lawmakers to digest quickly, she added. The bill, which was submitted in full on July 7th, excuse me, June 7th aims to protect investors without uh, st uh, stifling innovation. The legislation proposes that the Commodities and Future Trading Commission's CFTC becomes the official regulator of cryptocurrencies. Under this agency, they would be treated as commodities with more lenient rules and regulations. Opposing the bill is Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, Chairman Gary Gensler, who wants his agency to control crypto as he considers most of them to be securities. This would mean that crypto companies must jump through the same hoops as those offering stock tradings and regular banking. In June, Gensler said this: the new legislation could undermine the traditional finance industry valued at 
a hundred times more than crypto. The Loomis-Gillibrand bipartisan bill also outlines reserves requirements for stablecoin issuers, sanctioned compliance, and energy consumption reporting for the proof-of-work miners. The latter is something anti-crypto Senator Elizabeth Warren has been pushing for as she thinks crypto mining companies are killing the planet. Last week, Warren and five other senators wrote to the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, and the Department of Energy, DOE, citing the Bitcoin network's energy consumption and demanding that mining firms report their usage. Loomis said that the stablecoin provision in the bill could make their way to the Senate Banking Committee in the next few months, since they are deemed a priority. The wheels of bureaucracy turn very slowly in the United States, which is still no closer to regulating the digital asset industry. Regardless of the regulatory uncertainty, crypto markets have continued to rally this week. The total market cap has topped $1.1 billion for the first time in five weeks as Bitcoin and Ethereum hit multi-week highs. However, macroeconomic clouds are still looming with the Fed rate, uh, Fed rate hike and the declaration of recession in the United States expected next week. Wow. So there you go. And that's what I was talking about. Uh, I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or just in person with someone. <clears throat> But uh, actually, it was in Twitter Spaces. That's what it was. We had a Twitter Space yesterday, and I and I said uh, that this uh, to me felt like a uh, a false positive. You know, yes, the market's going up. Crypto is up. If you guys go head over to CoinGecko right now, you'll see that things are in the positive right now. CoinGecko.com. We'll check it out right now, and you can see in the past seven days, Bitcoin is up 13.3 percent. Ethereum up by 33 uh, percent. But I, I even though we see the numbers there. I feel like the uh, the crypto ecosystem doesn't really feel confident um, in, in this movement upwards. That's just the way. That's just how I'm picking up the vibe. But who knows? Maybe it's going up to the moon from here, right? All right. Next news. The third news of the day is written by Jason Nelson from Decrypt.co. Elon Musk Tesla sold its Bitcoin because of COVID lockdowns in China. During today's Tesla earning call, uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk explained the reason for the company's sale of 75% of its Bitcoin holdings worth approximately $936 million as noted in its Q2 earnings report. Quote, the reason we sold a bunch of our Bitcoin holdings was that we were uncertain when the COVID lockdowns in China would alleviate, end quote, Musk said on the call. Quote, so it was important for us to maximize our cash position given the uncertainty of COVID lockdowns in China. Although China has eased COVID restrictions in major cities at the end of May, a jump in cases in Beijing and other key regions prompted the government to reimpose rules a few weeks later. Earlier this month, mass testing and lockdowns were implemented in Shanghai. As a result, China's zero COVID policy is again being put to the test prompting new warnings of larger economic headwinds. Reuters reported to the world's second-largest economy contracted sharply in the second quarter from the first in both industrial production and consumer spending. On the call, the company explained that Tesla converted most of its Bitcoin holdings to fiat for realized gains, netting a $106 million cost to the PNL, the profit and loss, included within restructuring expenses related to targeted staffing reductions. Despite the sell-off, Musk said that Tesla is open to increasing its coin holdings in the future. Quote, 
This should not be taken at some verdict on Bitcoin, he said, making sure to add that Tesla has not sold any of its Dogecoin. In the follow-up question and an answer session, Musk said that cryptocurrency was not something that the company thinks a lot about and is a sideshow to the sideshow and, and an afterthought for the company. Musk clarified that Tesla's primary goal is to accelerate the advent of sustainable energy. We're neither here nor there on cryptocurrency, he said. Oh, man. If he's the first one to go out, who's the next one? I, he, he's just like the domino effect, right? He's going to set the chain off, and we're going to see some more dumping coins on the market. So, yep, I expect it. I, I, I mean, it's going down, man. I'm seeing it going down from here. That's that's the way I'm saying. Yep, 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 yep. Elon Musk, man. He's a trendsetter. Next news is, uh-oh, did I not click it? Where'd it go? Uh-huh. Let's see here. Oh, no. Okay, let's pick one here then. Let's see this one here. Polygon. This one's from Crypto Potato, uh, written by Mandy Williams. Polygon launches ZK EVM scaling solution for Web3 adoption. A leading Ethereum scaling network, Polygon has launched its zero-knowledge Ethereum virtual machine, a new Ethereum equivalent scaling solution based on zero-knowledge proofs. The ZK proofs technology batches transactions in groups before communicating the information to the Ethereum blockchain as a single transaction request. The gas fee for a single transaction is then shared among the participants, thus significantly reducing the transactions fee for the barest minimum. According to a press release shared with Crypto Potato, Polygon claims its ZK EVM solution is the first Ethereum equivalent scaling solution that taps the ZK proofs to enhance scalability and lower costs without sacrificing security. Since the Polygon ZK EVM is fundamentally equivalent to the EV, uh, Ethereum virtual machine, it works with existing smart contracts, developer tools, and wallets without modifying or re-implementing codes. As per the release, the scaling solution was developed to solve the underlying blockchain trilemma, decentralization, scalability, and security. Polygon believes solving these issues will help promote the adoption of Web3 technology. Polygon co-founder Mihalio Biljek noted that Polygon ZK EVM is a breakthrough in cryptographic research that empowers developers to build the future of Web3 that fully benefits the Ethereum ecosystem. Quote, to onboard the first billions of people to Web3, blockchain architecture must be able to scale without sacrificing security. Until now, that has not been practically possible, and developers and users have had to choose between the two. Polygon ZK EVM is a breakthrough technology that offers both scaling and high security, thus opening a new chapter of mass adoption, said Belgic. Easy migration. In addition to solving the blockchain trilemma, the new technology facilitates the easy migration of decentralization applications based on chains compatible with the EVM to the Polygon ZK EVM. 
The project also stated the existing Polygon dApps could easily migrate to the ZK EVM. The release notes uh, noted the release noted that blockchain developers using programming language such as Solidity and toolsets like MetaMask and Hardhat could also migrate the applications by simply switching nodes. Additionally, the ZK EVM makes it easier for developers to create non-fungible tokens, new gaming technologies, and enterprise applications. Meet. <clears throat> Meanwhile, as part of its efforts to promote the adoption of Web3 technology, Polygon recently partnered with Nothing, the creator of the Phone One, to enable Web3 functionalities in smartphones. That is awesome, man. Nothing is a new phone company that just came out. And of course, not the, the Phone One is literally the first version of their phone that they're coming out on the market in masses. So that's pretty cool that they're, uh, that they're partnering up there. Hmm. I want to see what they're going to come out with. Mm -hmm. It might be a gimmick. Who knows? We'll see. But it's cool. It's cool that uh, they're trying, right? All right. Fifth, fifth news of the day is... Oh, once again, I didn't grab something here. This one's uh, from the potatoes. Yeah, okay. Uh, fifth news of the day is from uh, uh, Andre Bengansky uh, from Decrypt.co. Coinbase says it had no exposure to bankrupt firm Celsius, Voyager, or Three Arrows. Coinbase said it does not have any lending exposure to Three Arrows Capital, Celsius Network, or Voyager Digital. All companies have collapsed and filed for bankruptcy amid a slump in crypto prices. The San Francisco-based cryptocurrency exchange said many firms and companies are struggling because they became over-leveraged and mismanaged their balance sheets, claiming their issue were credit-specific and not related to cryptocurrency itself according to a blog post from the company. Quote, We believe these market participants were caught up in the frenzy of a crypto bull market and forgot the basics of risk management, Coinbase said. Unhe unhedged bets, huge investments in the Terra ecosystem, and massive leverage provided to the deployed by Three Arrows Capital meant that the risk was too high and too concentrated. It comes at a time when companies involved in crypto are continuing to look for ways to shave down their overhead and reduce costs. Recently, BlockFi, a Celsius competitor which operates a very similar crypto lending business model, began offering employees buyouts after cutting their staff by 20% the month before. NFT marketplace OpenSea laid off staff by the same amount just last week. Coinbase reiterated it has not engaged in any risky lending practices and has focused on building its business in a fiscally responsible way. The company said one of its main goals is to be, quote, the safest, easiest, and most trusted bridge for investing in cryptocurrencies. However, the company did note Coinbase's ventures program made a non-material asset in Terraform Labs, the company that oversaw the collapse of the Terra ecosystem, which erased billions of dollars worth of investor funds over the course of a few days. Coinbase pointed out that it backs uh, customers' investment one-to-one -one and said any institutional lending activity they do at Coinbase is also backed by collateral. As a result, the company said it has experienced no losses from its financing books, no exposure to clients or counterparty insolvencies. By contrast, Celsius's crypto lending business relied on the company using client funds without customer discretion and staking those assets in yield earning protocols such as Lido. Quote, 
a leading prime broker, whether in crypto or other asset classes, should understand and effectively manage counterparty and liquidity risk for the safety of their clients, shareholders, and the market, the company's blog post read. Amid the chills of crypto winter, Coinbase has made moves to reduce its operating costs last month. The company slashes 18% of its workforce to prepare for a prolonged downturn in the price of digital assets. And just this week, the company pressed pause on its affiliate marketing program, telling influencers it could no longer support the program because of the bear market. Hmm. It is tough out there. A lot of a lot of these centralized exchanges are getting hit hard. And uh, me personally, I am moving all of my coins off of centralized exchanges uh, for the time being and just holding it on um, self-custody wallets. It's it's a crazy world out there right now. I just I don't want to get caught up in and more more shebangs out there. You know, that's the last thing I need is for other other uh, platforms. I mean, I already got hit by Celsius. I don't need to get hit by another exchange. So. Currently, I am moving my coins off of uh, any exchange. I am still buying crypto. I am still a big hodler. I am still buying. I am not selling, um, but I'm not keeping my stuff on on exchanges. Okay, last news of the day. Let's look for one here on Crypto Potato and see what is looking good. That one? I keep looking at that one there. Let's see. If there's another one. Ooh, interesting. How about uh, government's must? Ah, I like this one better. Okay, for our last news of the day, this one's from Crypto Potato, written by Jay Zwang. U.S. seized $500,000 in ransomware payments and crypto from North Korean hackers. The U.S. Justice Department has seized roughly $500,000 in digital payments and cryptocurrencies from ransomware attacks launched by North Korean hackers. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Marco said that the U.S. authorities have begun returning funds to relevant victims. Uh, the North Korean hacker attacked healthcare organizations in Kansas and Colorado last year by encrypting their computer systems. Later, a complaint filed by the unnamed Kansas facility allowed the FBI to look into the matter, identifying a new type of ransomware used by the North Koreans. The U.S. authorities seized ransom payments and cryptocurrencies from China-based money launderers working for North Koreans, reported CNN. The news came on prior warning issued by U.S. authorities, stating that North Koreans aimed to use ransomware to disrupt health services for prolonged periods. The half-million Caesar was yeah, Caesar was made possible because the FBI, the Secret Service, and the Treasury Department could track the cryptocurrency payments conducted by the criminal groups, including the involved money that violated U.S. sanctions. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco urged more companies to step up efforts to report similar ransomware attacks to the FBI while admitting the increasing difficulty of recovering ransomware payments paid by U.S. businesses to perpetrators from Russia, Eastern Europe, and more. North Korea-backed hackers are notoriously known for compromising vulnerable crypto protocols and stealing hundreds of millions of digital assets. The latest incident came with the exploit of Harmony's Horizon Bridge reportedly conducted by the Lazarus Group, the infamous 
uh, Pyongyang backed hacker group, which was also behind the $620 million breach against Axie Infinity's Ronin Bridge in March. Of the $100 million worth of ETH stolen from Harmony, over 40% of the funds has been transferred to the Tornado Cash Mixer, a crypto potato reported earlier. A recent report by CoinCub noted that Pyongyang's cyber army cons constitutes 7,000 personnel responsible for at least 15 instances of crypto crime with proceeds con cons conservatively estimated at $1.59 billion. Wow. Pyongyang's cyber army. Wow. 7,000 personnel. 7,000 people. That's crazy. I didn't realize there was that much, man. I thought I thought he just had like a, a classroom of like 30 people. 7,000? That's crazy. And that's probably just to underestimate. Oh. Woo-wee. All right. Cryptonauts. Guess what? We are at the end of the news. We, That's it. <laughs> I mean, until next time. Cryptonauts, make sure to check us out on, uh, on our coin tree, our YouTube, our Discord, our Twitter, our Twitch, Odyssey. Get some merch and check us out on Spotify and Anchor. With that said, Cryptonauts, until next time. Stack, sats, and hodl. Adiós.